Hi, my name's Gina, and thank you for joining me today on Letters to My Daughters. Today we're going to be talking about uh, two things that are really important, advice and faith. Have you ever had a situation in your life that you confided with a friend and they told you in a breathless voice that you just needed to have faith? My husband and I have faced that advice several times in our lives. My husband was actually raised in the church. His grandpa's a pastor, and he knows the Bible inside and out. He has the head knowledge, but having that faith, that sort of blind knowledge that everything is just going to be okay based on the idea that some God in the sky is going to wave his hand and fix all your problems. I don't know about you, but that doesn't help me. It isn't that I don't have faith in God. It isn't that I don't know God can wave his hand and make things happen for me. But some days I don't want God to wave his hand. Sometimes I want God to work grandly and obviously in my life. And sometimes I forget that he already has. The advice of having faith is dismissive. I think sometimes what people convey when they give that advice is that they don't really understand what you're going through. And I really think that those people are the ones that need faith. The dictionary defines faith as complete trust or confidence in someone or something and strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion based on a spiritual apprehension rather than proof. How can the advice giver have trust or confidence in God about a situation they don't even understand? In Hebrews 11.1 1, it says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance for what we do not see. This chapter goes on to list people in the Old Testament who did great things through faith. Faith is a great thing. Later in Hebrews it says, If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had the opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. So here's my question to you. What are you longing for? What situ situation in your life has placed such longing in you that others feel the need to advise you to have faith? Noah had such faith that he built a giant ark. Faith brought walls down, saved nations, brought people back from the dead. The Bible talks a lot about grand gestures of faith and grand gestures by God. I have had firsthand experience with God's generosity through miracles, but I can also remember times in my life when I sat there wondering where exactly God had gone and if he even existed. So what about modern faith? Humble, quiet faith. When someone we trust gives us the generic advice of simple faith, their eyes glazed over because they just don't understand, what is that actually calling us to do? There is assurance in what you do not see. There are lessons in hardship. Hebrews 12:7 says, Endure hardship as discipline. God is treating you as his children, for what children are not disciplined by their father? In this era, Maybe this is a really hard truth. Maybe we don't want to be held accountable. But you should know whether or not you are a Christian that sometimes God allows us to endure hardship as discipline. Don't take this the wrong way. 
It's not necessarily a punishment. God does not create chaos. That is the work of the enemy. But God does not have to choose to sweep in and save you. And in some instances, he disciplines us to stretch us into a new season of understanding. And that is not God's only motivation for allowing us to learn perseverance through suffering. In Romans 5, we are taught about perseverance and hope. We are called to glory in our suffering because that suffering produces perseverance, which produces character, which produces hope. In Matthew 23, 4, Jesus is teaching about the Pharisees. Pharisees were like the Jewish experts of the law. Jesus says, They tie up heavy, cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for people to see. This reminds me of the enigma of the influencer, quick to judge and condemn, to cancel, in love with their own image, unwilling to forgive, admit fault, living a very public lie that everything in their lives are perfect, when in reality, they too have heavy burdens. The idea that we can blindly have faith isn't fair. But the opposite of that is that in order to grow in your, in your maturity and understanding of life, you have to allow yourself to suffer. It isn't fair for someone to give you generic advice, especially in times of intensity and suffering. But it also isn't fair to expect a human being to have answers to your prayers. Advice is good. Care and concern are good. But there is really only one being that has the advice that you need. Advice that will forever quench your thirst. There's a verse that I love that says, Be on your guard against the yeast, the food of the world we live in now. Fill yourself with God's word. It is the only bread that will ever satisfy your heart. Ask for advice wisely. Guard your heart. And when you speak about your trials and suffering, keep Proverbs 24-6 in mind. For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of counselors there is victory. Who are your counselors? Are they wise? Surround yourself with people who have faith. Not blind, generic faith, but faith that can endure anything. You find them carefully, through a church, and through consideration and intentionality. God values you. Don't devalue yourself by seeking advice from just anyone. And when you find faith, which is also the thing you're looking for, even if you don't realize that yet, stand firm in it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to my podcast. If you liked what you heard, I encourage you to subscribe and to share if you think that you know somebody that could benefit from this. Uh, I pray that God blesses you and ways that you couldn't imagine this week, and uh, have a great day. Mm-hmm.